together growing in faith, changing communities. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Dear friends, today I would like us to reflect on the letter of St. Paul to the Romans chapter 1, verses 16 to 25. Brethren, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God for salvation to everyone who has faith, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed through faith for faith. As it is written, He who through faith is righteous shall live. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and wickedness of men who by their wickedness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. Ever since the creation of the world, his invisible nature, namely his eternal power and deity, has been clearly perceived in the things that have been made. So they are without excuse, for although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking and their senselessness, with their senseless minds were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resemble mortal men or birds or animals or reptiles. Therefore God gave them up in the last of their hearts to impurity and the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. <clears throat> Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It's amazing that Paul can write to the Romans and confess his faith in Jesus. He says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. If you go back and you read when Paul talks about his conversion, both in the Acts of the Apostles and in Galatians, when he talks about how he went out to persecute the Church of God. And it's amazing to see this transformation. It's amazing to see that the one who wanted to destroy this now stands behind it and wants to protect it. You know, I'm, I'm looking at this and I want to apply it into our own lives. That there are people who stand against you, who speak against you, who fight against your principles, your goals, your beliefs. Maybe because they don't fully understand or there's something they just don't get it. But it's amazing that over time when you probably are gone, 
are no longer part of their lives. They go back and they realize that you were right. It may be a little bit too late, but they realize that they had done you wrong. And I see this in Paul. And the grace in Paul is that there was still time to correct the mistakes he had made. Are there things that having found new evidence, new information, are there things that I now feel that I was wrong, I should not have done what I did, I should not have acted that way, and do I have the courage to, to apologize, to acknowledge that I made a mistake? Do I have the courage to, to correct the wrong I have done? And that for me is important. It's powerful, it's, it's great, it's, it tells us a lot about the mercy and the love that God has for us. Then there's another element that I also find absolutely powerful and beautiful. It is the power of God for salvation to everyone who has faith. What is the gospel for Paul? And for Paul, the gospel means everything. For now, he says it's the power of God. It's the means in which God saves humanity. And how do we get this? And Paul will argue throughout this book, throughout this letter, it's not by works, but rather by faith. The works comes because there is faith. And so my faith in God is a gift that allows me, that puts me in a position where I can be saved by this amazing, loving God. Then he says something absolutely beautiful. The righteousness of God is revealed through faith. I will not know the righteousness of God. Now there is this beautiful word, the righteousness of God, the mercy of God, the justice of God, the chesed. In Hebrew there is this word chesed which English doesn't give us the accurate interpretation or translation of it. The righteousness of God, the goodness of God, the mercy of God, the unmerited grace that is given to us through faith. That is given to us because of the nature of God. And Paul wants to talk about, he's proud of that, he's not ashamed of that. Because it is this mercy that God has given him and he has given to all of us. Then Paul makes a very interesting observation. He acknowledges the, the dilemma, the dichotomy that is found in, in us. That God has come forth to be with us, to save us, to, to lead us to the truth. And yet we have rejected God and opted for the ungodly things. We have left an immortal God and given glory to that which is mortal. We've taken 
mortal men, birds, animals, reptiles, and made it a god. And that's true at times. That sometimes the glory that belongs to God, the justice of God that he has given us, and sometimes we don't give to God what belongs to God. You know, there's this beautiful motto for the greater glory of God. That everything that I am, everything that I have is a gift. And am I willing to remain faithful to God? God having done so much in our lives, Paul argues, he says we have just left him. We have abandoned him and chosen our own things. We have exchanged the truth about God for a lie. We have worshipped and served the creature rather than a creator. We have moved away from the truth. And for me, Paul, while he's introducing himself, he now introduces the gospel. And he wants to challenge the Romans to, to look at their lives and, and, and to choose, are they doing that which God wants? Are they being faithful to, to God? Are they being faithful to the teachings of the church? What about us? Because sometimes we, we take the scriptures and we only accept that which suits us. We only accept that which makes sense to us. While the word of God is supposed to challenge us, to lead us to a greater growth. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us. Protect us, bless us, and guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.